This is episode number 156 with Dean Pullman. Success 101 Podcast. This is your host, Jared Warren. At each episode, my goal is to bring you a new concept or idea to help you maximize your full potential. Thanks for joining me here today. Now let's kick things off. Oh, hey guys. I'm in a pretty mellow mood today, but I guess I better get up because there's a podcast going on right now. This might help. Got a new one for you. Knock, knock. This is where you say, who's there? Dishes. Dishes who? Dishes Sean Connery. My wife told me that joke when we were going to bed just the other night. And I just looked at her and crawled into bed. And even after the lights went off, I could still hear her giggling over there. All right, let's crank it up a notch. We've got a podcast to do here. If you guys haven't heard this podcast yet, we talk about all sorts of things around peak performance, systems, habits, goals, mindset, biohacks, rest, sleep, really anything under the sun to help you guys hit maximum performance levels. As always, this is your host, Jared Warren, author, advisor, coach, and dedicated to helping you reach your maximum performance levels every day. That's what the podcast was centered around. That's what it was created for. And I certainly appreciate you guys tuning in. If you guys have provided a review out there on iTunes, I greatly, and I mean greatly appreciate it. It really is the lifeblood of the podcast. And if you haven't, it takes just a few seconds. Go to iTunes, click in the search bar and find the Success 101 podcast and leave a review. I cannot tell you guys how much I truly, truly appreciate that. And thank you so much for those of you who have left reviews. Also, you guys have been raving about the human charger since I mentioned that Success 101 podcast listeners get 20% off the sun in your pocket. This is truly an amazing invention, guys. Super bright white with blue infused light, the same spectrum as the sun, by the way, that you can put right into your ears, just like earbuds, and they hit the photoreceptor proteins on your brain, right where fMRI scans and research shows that your brain picks up light right behind your optical nerves. It's just like staring at the sun, guys, but you don't have to put your eyes out doing it. You don't have to look at harmful blue lights to get woken up in the morning any longer. You pop these bad boys in. It's a 12-minute session, and you are rocking and rolling as if you'd had your first cup of coffee. But wait, it gets even better. When you look at light like that first thing in the morning, rather than pounding harmful caffeine, which will give you jitters and a huge crash later, or get your body reliant on caffeine, which many of you out there know the effects of that, it allows you to set your circadian rhythms, the up in the morning and down in the evening regulatory levels that we've all been created with. It allows those to set themselves up properly. So even if you've been a night owl for quite a while or you find it really hard to get going in the mornings, the human charger is going to help reset that for you so that your cortisol levels die faster during the day, which will create more melatonin at night. Your energy levels will be more peaked in the morning or shortly after lunch if you use it like I do for an afternoon pick-me-up. And you guys can get 20% off of this phenomenal device by heading over to success101podcast.com forward slash human charger. Once you get to the checkout section, enter Success 101 in the promo code section for 20% off. And I'm so grateful that the guys at Valky and I teamed up to provide this incredible invention to you guys at 20% off retail price. Now, onto our awesome show today. If you guys haven't heard of Dean Pullman, it's about time you did. 
Now, I know you guys out there listening in are tough and manly and all of that, and you love to throw around weights, but many times we avoid something incredibly, incredibly important. Are you ready? Dare I mention the word yoga on the Success 101 podcast? It's been a while. All the way back to an episode with my good friend Sean V, the most downloaded online yoga and Pilates guy. Guess what? Sean introduced me to Dean, and that's how we got connected. I had a chance to catch up with Dean out at the Bulletproof Conference as well. We had a great time, and I knew I had to get him on the show. We explore today why every man should consider implementing yoga into their fitness strategy, how it's going to make you stronger, the false stigma behind yoga, and why so many of us as guys stray away from it. And for all you ladies out there, listen up. I know the name is Manflow Yoga, but I've gotten a lot of feedback from women out there who really want to step up their yoga game and break through the traditional norms of what their current yoga classes provide. I've talked to several women about what Manflow Yoga can provide, and they are excited to step up their game as well. And I thought this would be super relevant for you guys, because honestly, the older I get, I'm learning how to have a ton of respect for yoga, something I thought I would never say. We'll mention this at the end of the show, but if you guys want to try Dean's 21-day intro to yoga sessions, go to manflowyoga.com and enter Success 101 at the checkout in order to get 21 days of his incredible workout series. You will not be disappointed, I can promise you. I want to blow the lid off yoga this morning and open your eyes to exactly why I wanted Dean on this show and how implementing the right type of yoga in your life will make a huge change toward your overall success. So without any further delay, let's jump right to my conversation with Dean Pullman of Manflow Yoga. Hey, Dean Pullman, welcome to the Success 101 podcast. How in the world are you doing today? Jared, hey, I'm great. How are you? Man, I'm so excited to have you on and really more excited for the listener to get an idea of what you're doing and what has changed your life in the world of yoga. And I know you can speak to this a lot more than I can, but probably a very, I don't know if controversial is the right word, but just probably a very misunderstood subject. I know uh, Ben Greenfield, uh, had you on his podcast as well that I, you know, I had him on a while back and people loved hearing from him. And all he did was rave about you and your exercise routine, your fitness routine, and why yoga really is setting you apart from a strength standpoint. And so I'm really excited to have you here today on a topic that a lot of people probably just don't know a lot about, or even if they could learn more, real closed off to. So why don't you just tell us a little bit about how you even got into the world of yoga how that was brought to your eyes and then just how the benefits were unfolded to where you said, you know what, I'm not only enjoying this, I'm going to go make an entire career out of doing this. Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad you brought up the Ben Greenfield podcast. That was, that was great. I mean, I love talking with him and uh, his audience is so great. And, you know, I actually, well, the- not to cut you off here, but I know one of the things he did say that I was really kind of surprised about, cause I've never seen you do like athletic competitions or whatever, but I know he, I have seen him and he just super, like super athlete, right? But I know in the beginning of his podcast, he said that you kind of kicked his butt at some of the competitions that y'all were doing. And I don't remember what that was, but I was like, whoa, okay. Because I know Ben's super fit and he does competitions all the time. So that just really made it more aware to me that, okay, Dean's the real deal. And uh, and so I'd love you to talk through some of that. Yeah, absolutely. So why don't I just start from kind of the beginning and yeah, it'd be great. I was going to mention that, you know, it makes total sense that people are apprehensive about doing yoga because my first yoga experience was actually on a complete accident. I was looking for a tailor and I was walking around this complex 
And I decided to go in through this door that it looked like it was a new door. It looked like it had just been redone. So I was like, okay, let me go in here and maybe this will be the studio. And I walked in, or this will be the tailor. And I walked in and it was a yoga studio. It was a Bikram yoga studio. And I got in and I was actually going to the gym right after that anyways. So I was like, okay, well, why don't I just do this workout and, you know, I'll try it out. It's, you know, it's probably going to be easy, but whatever. So you get in, it's, it's 105 degrees <laughs> and there's people there who don't look like they're going to be that fit. And then you start and three minutes in you finish, you know, like one or two poses and then you've got 90 minutes left still. And you're like, oh my God. <laughs> and um, anyway, so halfway through that class, I was dying. I mean, I was more tired than I think I've ever been. And then finishing that class, by far, that's the most difficult workout I've ever been through. And it still is to this day. It's the most difficult workout I've ever done. And I played lacrosse in college. I've been to CrossFit gyms and I've, I've done all the stuff there. I put myself through some, you know, through some, some hellish workouts. But that Bikram yoga class stood apart from all of those workouts that I've done before. And that was why I kept going back. I liked the challenge of it. And I also realized you know, how many simple things I couldn't do, like standing on one foot and leaning forward or, right. you know, doing basically a quadricep stretch and being able to balance there or something silly like a lunge and being able to hold it. And you're thinking to yourself, I should be able to do this. And, you know, you can lift. I mean, at the time I could squat 300 plus pounds. I could bench 225 plus and I could do, you know, 70, 80 pushups without breaks. But I couldn't do these simple yoga postures and I thought I was in such good shape. So, which seems crazy to someone like me, that's just not in that world at all. But, but I totally relate. Like anytime I have gone to do yoga, you hear that and you're like, ah, that didn't make any sense. And then you go try yoga and you're like, holy crap, like (laughs) kick my butt. Yeah, it's tough. So I kept going back because of the challenge aspect of it. And because it was a completely different aspect of fitness that I hadn't explored yet. And really, my body just kind of craved it. I was like, you know, you've been lifting a lot. Why don't you go do this yoga stuff for a while? And so after doing that for about a month, that was when I started to notice the difference. And again, I went back because of the challenge. But why I kept doing it after that was because I was realizing my body was changing for the better. So in terms of my performance, I was moving more fluidly on the field. So when I was playing lacrosse, I felt smoother. I didn't need as much warm up because I was much more mobile, much more flexible. So I could get right into moving right away. I didn't have to do all this, you know, 30 minutes of warm up or 20 minutes of warm up or whatever it was. And I also felt stronger. So one of the cool things that I was, you know, that yoga emphasizes is this slow controlled movement. So I, I was actually getting muscles to engage that typically weren't being engaged. And This is a whole concept that I'd love to touch on a little bit later in the show, but um, this whole concept of muscle activation made it so that my body was much more efficient. So I was using less energy. I was accomplishing more. And even in my workouts, I was finishing my workouts more quickly, but I was using more muscle and getting a more efficient workout in less time. So, I mean, it just made every part of my fitness better from when I was in the lacrosse field and playing to when I was in the weight room and even faster recovery time. So, I mean, it was just really surprising for the amount of time in terms of how much time I was putting in and how much benefit I was getting out of it. That and, was, and were you doing Bikram yoga every time for that month? Or did you start switching it up as you learned more about it and did some other things? 
I started switching it up. So I started going to some vinyasa classes, which are, you know, a typical power yoga class. That's what you're going to see in most right. yoga studios. And yeah, I think it was vinyasa and, and Bikram yoga primarily. So, okay. Gotcha. I, I'm just wondering for someone listening out there that's saying, okay, he's noticing these changes after a month after being, you know, an athletic guy. And then suddenly after just a month, he's doing these things. I wanted to know exactly what type of yoga, because I know you could tell us better, but there's a lot of different types out there. Yeah. Um, and I, I want to pick your brain on that. Don't let me forget because, you know, hold me to it because I want to make sure before the show's over that we talk about just what you find most effective, which obviously is probably the stuff that you're teaching, but what guys out there, athletic guys especially, can find that's going to be the most effective if they're going to spend time doing this. So we'll come back to that, but I just didn't want to forget to ask you. Yeah, sure. So I would just ask, you know, you're going to have the naysayers out there, right? You're going to have people like, maybe I was in the past. I know that you and I originally got connected through my friend, Sean Vig, and my story there was, I was at a, of all things, so stupid, trampoline park. And I had this broad idea to hold my daughter out in front of me, like with my arms extended out. And I was going to like, look her in the eyes and laugh as we jumped up and down as high as we could. <laughs> and I did, I, you know, I, I, I went down once and then got ready to come back up and you, it literally felt like someone had dug their fingers into my back and grabbed the muscles and just tweaked them as hard as they could right along my spine. And I just remember I threw my daughter down. She's crying. I fell down. I'm like, ah, you know, and it, it hurt. It hurt bad, but it didn't hurt bad until really, you know, the day or two after when the pain really set in. And at 18 months, I stopped counting. I was like, man, it's 18 months and I'm still dealing with this. I would be on the phone with clients. I'm a financial advisor, as you know, but I'd be on the phone with clients and in the middle of them talking, I'd go like that because I would like shift a little bit and they're like, what? Are you okay? And I'm like, no, oh, no, I'm, I've got a back injury. It's fine. So of course I don't go to the doctor like most guys because I'm hardheaded and, and I didn't know what they would do for me anyway. So I, I just get online one day and I'm like, man, I know I need to stretch. Anybody with back issues knows they have to stretch. I typed in athletic yoga and of course all of Sean's videos pop up because he's got like 9,000 out there. But I mean, he was kind of my road back to recovery and just really made a believer out of me. And I, I probably didn't even follow any program or anything the right way that I was supposed to, but it still made a huge difference to where now I don't feel it. You know, I don't have anything. So I know yours is going to be more around strength and that's what you're really into is uh, with your programs and things like that. So we want to steer some traffic your way. But guys, for you listening out there that may be a little bit closed off to this like I was before and you hear yoga and you're thinking about a bunch of chicks standing around in pink, you know, yoga pants and, you know, whatever. That's not what this is. And if you go over to Dean's website, which we'll direct all of that in the show notes, you will see some of his videos. You'll see some of his stuff. I know you've got what the guy yoga line out that you didn't have previously when we talked in the past. And mm -hmm. I mean, that's kind of your deal is let's get guys in here that want strength, want stamina, want to be more athletic and better each day for a host of reasons you're about to dive into, I think, and just open their mind to this. So why don't you let's start there. Why don't you go into the benefits for maybe a naysayer out there who says, OK, you've caught my attention. I'm willing to listen further. Where do they start? How do they ease into it? And then what are they going to do to get the most benefit? And then let's dive on into actually the physical benefits uh, once we go through there. Yeah, sure. So first off, I want to tell people why <laughs> they should be doing yoga. And the real, the real simple answer here is I am interested in the same physical benefits, the same physical fitness that everybody is. I want to be strong. I want to be capable, I want to look good, I want to feel good, and I want to accomplish physically what I want to do. And that is why I do yoga. I do yoga because it enables me to do all of those things, to take care of my body, and to actually get better of all of those physical things I do. So again, whether that's I'm on the lacrosse field, 
and I'm playing, whether I'm in the weight room and doing things that probably most guys have done, or if I am just, you know, on my mat and I'm doing some yoga, I'm getting better because of these slow moving, because of this controlled, because of this unique form of exercise that has all these social stigmas attached to it that is scaring off a lot of guys from doing it. So that's my why, and we'll get into that more. But sure. as far as how to start with yoga, it's easy. I mean, you probably already do some yoga without even knowing it. So just 10 minutes a day, I mean, five minutes a day, doing some yoga before you go into your workout or doing some what's called restorative yoga, which is deep stretching, doing some of that after a workout. So like just 10 minutes of exercises beforehand to help with making your body more prepared for exercise. So you can think of it in terms of a warm up in that in making, you know, turning on your muscles, muscle activation, getting your body into improving mobility before you start your workout. So you have better, more fluid movement and that you're being more efficient. So you're using more muscles kind of, again, ties into that muscle activation And then in terms of after a workout, so just 10 minutes after a workout, you're helping to speed up your recovery process. You are lengthening tight muscles. So you're getting your muscles from a tense position into a a relaxed position, which means that you're recovering more quickly, which means that you're able to get back to what you enjoy doing physically more quickly. But not only that, flexibility makes you stronger. You know, if you want to think of the, there's the basic equation, you know, force equals mass times distance. So did I say that right? Man, I was just sitting here thinking about it going, Hey, that's pretty, Wait. that's awesome. You just pulled that out on the fly. <laughs> I wasn't sure if that was correct or not, but it sounded right. Yeah. It's sounded, I wasn't yeah, either. Let's just assume, it good. let's assume it's right. But, uh, you know, force equals mass times distance. If you have more distance, if you have mo- more mobility, you're producing more force. If I'm a football player, and I'm trying to throw the ball, let's say I'm a quarterback, I'm trying to throw the ball further. If I have more mobility through my shoulders, that means that I have more torque. That means that I can throw the ball further. If I'm a lacrosse player, that means that I have more range of motion for a shot. That means I can open up my hips more and generate more momentum. If I'm a sprinter, that means that I have more mobility in my hips and that I will be able to get a longer stride. So, you know, in terms of performance, that's one big thing that people, you know, will emphasize in yoga, but that, that's just one part of it. So to answer your question about how to get started specifically is just do it. Just do a couple of minutes a day. I mean, 10 minutes in the morning, 10 minutes at night, maybe 10 minutes before you do your workout. And I think a great place to start is your, are your videos. I mean, you've got a lot of really quick videos. You're, you're doing even more now as far as what I can tell, just the quick videos, kind of the mini ones that yeah. I think people can go start on those. And I mean, it's like anything else, like don't make it too complicated. I talk to people about that all the time nowadays on the podcast, especially in 2017, is we can make things so complicated to where we don't know what to do on certain things or we don't know if it's worth it, whatever. I mean, just keep it simple. Go do, like you said, 10 minutes. For a lot of people, their first thought is, well, what's 10 minutes going to do for me? I think you got to try it because what you're doing now is just making you older and hurt all the time, right? So you've got to right. try it. Yeah, I mean, so that's one of my goals this year with Manful Yoga has been to make it simpler, make it easier for you to get from not doing a workout to video playing and you doing your workout. So something that I've created in the last few months has been I've been focusing much more on the quick, efficient workouts because 
you know, most people don't, most people look at a yoga class and they balk at it because they see, okay, this is a 60 minute class. I've got to get there 15 minutes ahead of time. It's going to take me five minutes to pack up. That's an hour and a half endeavor by the time, you know, that's all said and done. So, and most people will say, well, I've got 20 minutes. I'm like, all right, well, let me give you a workout in 20 minutes. Whereas a lot of people will say, oh no, you need, you need 45. No, we can do a lot of stuff in 20 minutes. So one of the things I've been making a lot of is these quick 10, 15, 20 minute videos, these, these quick workouts in, you know, on my videos, in my, on my website and it's helping people. I mean, people realize they get through it and they're like, oh wow, like I just worked every muscle in my body in 15 minutes, you know? So and those are part of your free program as well, not your subscription program to where people can go and kind of dip their toe in the water, so to speak, right? Yeah, so my YouTube channel will have will have a lot of samples of that, and I actually have right. a ton of uh, actually have a ton of five to ten minute clips on there, so you can try it out and see just how effective this stuff is within just a few minutes. I mean, just doing a couple stretches a day can have a huge impact, and it's the reason being because it's something that your body isn't used to. You know, so think of when you just and this is this is normal, but think of when you just started lifting weights, right? You were putting on you were getting stronger pretty quickly you were putting on my muscle because your body doesn't know how to react to it your body's like oh my god we have to more muscle put on more muscle right now oh yeah and it's the same with yoga you know you when you first start it your body has so much room to grow that you're seeing immediate progress and i say immediate and people are like ah really immediate no <laughs> right. and i'm serious immediate progress i mean you do one session five minutes. And you're like, wow, my back feels better than it has in years. Yeah. That's, I mean, it sounds like, it sounds crazy, right? It sounds like I'm, I'm selling you some, some weird miracle drug, but yeah, absolutely. Probably two years ago, true. it would have sounded a little nuts to me and now not so much just because of what I've been through. And I'll tell you this for people listening out there, just to kind of give a little more points to Dean's credit, not that you need it, but just to help win people over to why my mind was changed on a lot of this. As a financial advisor, I meet with clients all through the week. I see all types of different people, shapes, forms, backgrounds, you know, whatever. And anybody that hasn't gone through, you know, especially if they're younger, if they haven't gone through an injury or if they haven't gone through anything that provokes them to like seek out a change in the degree of having to go stretch, right, is what I'm talking about. Then I think a couple of things happen. And, and that's really kind of a challenge for guys in your position. And hopefully we can switch that in some people's minds. But I think your challenge is, like you mentioned a second ago, if I'm going to go to this yoga class, I'm going to feel out of place as a guy. It's probably going to be a lot of girls there. I don't know what the heck I'm doing. It takes a lot of time, like you said, to go and do. And there's not a lot of immediate, I mean, with what you were just saying about, hey, my back feels great and all those sort of things, that's if you're targeting maybe a specific point. I know for a lot of people, if they just go to a regular yoga class and go, hey, I'm going to try it out, they're not going to look at their biceps and go, man, look at this pump I've got. And they're not going to look at their calves and go, man, look at it. In some ways, it's like that felt kind of, you know, I got stretched out, but did I just waste my time a little bit doing that? Should I have gone to the gym and just got a really good pump on, you know, as a guy? And I think that's what your system is helping people to understand is the strength comes over time. You just got to be patient with it. And people either are, or they're not going to be patient with it. But there was a guy that I met with in my financial planning practice, probably six months ago, I would say, I walked into his office. Guys, this isn't the only situation like this. I can name several, but this is the most recent. I walked into his office and he's sitting on one of those like like one of those um, exercise balls, right? Just in a corporate office, he's sitting there on an exercise ball. 
And I was like, hey, that's different. You know, he's sitting there suit and tie, whatever. And he said, yeah, man, I've, I've been through a lot of back issues lately. And he said, and my doctor told me we need to have surgery. And so he said, I went to another, get a second opinion. And they're like, oh, yeah, we got to do surgery. And then somebody else was like, dude, you do not want to do surgery. You, that's the last thing. So he said, you just need to start stretching. So he got a ball and he said, I stretch my hamstrings out every day. And I think he was even doing some yoga type stuff. I didn't get too far into it with him. But he said, all I do now is I, I work my core on this medicine ball during the day while I'm sitting here. And several times a day, I will just stretch. And he said, I have not had any issues, none whatsoever, for two years because I simply started stretching. And he was just going on and on about just, you could see the joy on him because he was in bad shape before, apparently. And simply stretching and being intentional with how he stretched changed everything. And I'm sure you have, you know, you could probably go on and on about numerous stories like that of guys that you're, uh, that you're talking to. But, you know, at the end of the day, this stuff's real. And it's not about just going to get a pump on at the gym. And the cool thing is you can still go do that. Just go do it alongside your yoga. And you're going to feel a lot better while you're doing that. And really why I wanted to get you here to, you know, to really share that message. So can you just share a couple of things that you've heard on that of people that maybe were closed off or maybe targeting an injury or something like that, just where a little bit of stretching really made a world of difference? Yeah, absolutely. So I think one good way to address this question is let's just talk about how people let's talk about what people are actually doing during the day so you're sitting in a chair for eight hours i mean we know enough about yeah if you're into the biohacking thing if you've heard about stand-up desk if you've i mean (laughs) if you've just listened to your body after sitting for even an hour you know that sitting is not good for you you know that it does not feel good you your back starts to hurt you know you start to uncomfortably shift your shoulders around you just made me stand up straighter, by the way, while you were describing that. I, I felt myself stand up and like oh, try yeah. to pop my back a little bit. Exactly. I've got I mean, a standing so desk know. for that reason. But Oh, yeah. So we know that we know that what we're doing during the day is, is not what we should be doing. So the problem is that when people start to move from, all right, let's say you've been sitting all day, all right, and you've got your workout. And here's the thing. You were mentioning this before. Everyone wants to go and they want to get a pump, right? They want to get right. a pump. They want to feel like they did some work so that they feel better about themselves, all right? But what we really need to do first off is, well, let's get your body into some normal positions that it should be doing during the day. So why don't we try this? Why don't we try standing up straight for a minute? (laughs) Before you go and squat twice your body weight, why don't we try standing up? Or, hey, why don't we try standing on one foot? Or why don't we actually get your glutes working, right? Why don't we get your glutes and your core and your back properly firing? Because one aspect of working out, I mean, one big problem that happened, what, that comes from going straight into your workout after sitting at the desk all day, your body isn't ready to work out. And what happens is you use the muscles that have been active while you're sitting, which means that your core isn't working, your abs are not working which are the most important muscle in your body, if you're not using your abs, you're going to be using your back. <laughs> and right, that's, right. you know, that's how you had that episode with your daughter and you carelessly threw her to the ground after. <laughs> <laughs> On a trampoline, by the way. It wasn't concrete sidewalk. <laughs> she was fine. I, yeah, I was the one hurt. <laughs> Focus should be on me. You know, if you go to work out and you don't have any of those muscles working, you're going to be defaulting to the muscles that you use while you're sitting which means that you're not using your glutes, you're not using your hamstrings, you're not using your abs, you're not using your back. The only things that you're using are really, 
your quadriceps. You're using your quadriceps, your core isn't working, so you're not able to lean back enough to do, to even hold your body upright. So before we go into a workout, we need to make sure that all of this functional stuff is working. Before you use body, before you use weight, you need to make sure that your actual, you know, you need to make sure that you can actually control your own body weight first. So yoga is going to get your body into some functional positions and prepare your body for a for exercise. Now going into what you asked before with some cool stories. So I've got this guy who he runs a nonprofit in Honduras in Roatan. And mm-hmm. one thing, uh, so he was in back pain, kind of like you. He was, uh, in fact, very similar to you, if not the same. And whatever happened, let's say he was doing exercise, his back went out one day. He was laying down in bed. I mean, and this guy was, this guy was by all means like the high school athlete stud, you know, captain of his teams in very good shape his whole life. And now in his 50s, uh, I think late 50s probably, he had, he couldn't even move. His, his back right. was giving him way too many, I mean, couldn't even move. So he goes online, he searches for yoga for men. And he found some of my videos and he just said, just help me up. And his family gets him onto, onto the ground in front of the computer and he starts doing these stretches. <laughs> and at the end of it, he's able to get up and actually walk around for the first time in days. Wow. I mean, and this is not a, this is not an atypical story. This is, this is what happens when people stretch, when people move their body the way that it's was evolved to do. This is what happened. You can cure yourself with movement. You know, you've probably heard the phrase movement is medicine and it's yep. absolutely true. So, you know, we have to think of, and that's kind of going to fitness as we have to think of fitness not just as getting good workout, but as training your body to move naturally and to be able to do functional things. So instead of thinking of fitness as, man, I destroyed my biceps today. I'm like, okay, that's cool. How are your biceps going to help you walk around straight? Or, <laughs> right. you know, what is a bench press going to do to fix your back that you've been sitting on all day and you're slowly developing a herniated disc, you know? Yeah. So. I mean, if I could just say, if I could tell people one reason to do yoga, I'm like, well, do you want to keep moving when you're 35? Do you want to keep exercising? <laughs> That's why you yeah. do yoga. I mean, trust me, I'm into all the stuff that people, that most guys like doing. I love going, I love lifting weights. I still lift like once or twice a week, but I now know what I didn't know in high school. I know proper technique. I know which muscles should actually be engaging. And I have that mindfulness and that body awareness to be able to use the muscles that should be working in those exercises as opposed to before when I just approach it like okay I've got 10 total to do I'm just going to push through it and grit my teeth and yeah my lower back might hurt a little bit afterwards but I'll be fine well you know what in 10 years you're not going to be fine you're going to be doing a squat you're going to be doing a deadlift and all of a sudden your back is you're going to have one of those episodes that we just talked about And I mean, here's another cool story. I work with, uh, I've got a guy who is a trainer in Ann Arbor and he works with high school, college, and even professional athletes. And he started, he found Manful Yoga. So he found my Yoga Basics for Men ebook, which we released that a couple of years ago, hit number one on Amazon in four different categories. That was a really awesome 
that was a really awesome little success for me. And, but wow. also for getting people exposed to yoga in a different way. So this guy's a trainer. He works with professional college and high school and youth athletes. And he sees this and he starts teaching his athletes. He starts doing this himself. And I just had a conversation with him last week. He's actually got a, he's got a professional football player for the Ravens that he's working with. And he says that he left for, you know, he came back after the off season and during the off season with him, he was working on yoga. He was like, all right, we're going to do some more yoga. We're going to, we're going to do some of, you know, we, we're going to do this to work on your mobility, to work on your body control, to work on your core strength. And the athlete, the professional football player went back to the Ravens and his trainers are saying, wow, man, you're moving completely differently. You're more fluid. You know, you're stronger. You're better. What, what have you been doing? And he said, I've been doing yoga. I mean, <laughs> so if pros are using it, if all of the D1 colleges, all of the D1 colleges, all of the D1 programs, football programs, the cross programs, they're all doing yoga. If they're doing it, <laughs> why wouldn't you be doing it? You know, if, yeah, if and, professional and athletes are doing it. And, and that's the reason why I'm curious why this is, you know, as I get older and I hear more and more about this stuff, I'm so curious why it is so hidden, you know, and it's not for people like you that are in, in it every day and working with people that are in it, but to the world out there. I mean, we talked about some closed minded people or people that kind of look at yoga and go, ah, I'll go work out instead. But I think a lot of people, it's just a hidden world for them that they don't have it in front of them enough to even know what the benefits are. But yet, like you said, professional athletes, people in the know, people, you know, just in the biohacking community or just in the health and fitness community or professional athletes, whatever, they know all about it. And so it's almost like if it's good enough for the best of the best of the athletes out there, number one, why are people so closed minded? Maybe it's just a guy thing. I don't know. But number two, why is it not more widely talked about? And I'm sure you as a business owner that does this and obviously wants to promote this and get it out in front of more people to where they can understand it, I'm sure you... Maybe know that know that answer, or you, you've tapped into that a little bit more. I but. do. I can absolutely talk about that. So yeah, why aren't why aren't more guys doing yoga? And we've done some research on this. I've done some some Google surveys and stuff like that. And the number so there's two big reasons. The number one reason is that people don't think it's going to be tough enough of a workout. And number two is they are turned off by the spiritual aspects. So and you know when we look at pop culture. That's exactly what we think of as yoga. I mean, if you look at T, if you watch TV, whenever yoga comes up, it's it's like it's something that girlfriends will go out and do, um, <laughs> you know, by themselves, or it's something like, oh yeah, I've got a crazy uncle who does yoga. It's a joke, you know. So people <laughs> right. are looking at this That's and right. saying, oh, you know what, LeBron James is doing yoga, and he is. <laughs> he, he even teaches yoga at his basketball camps. I mean, we had Russell Wilson on the cover of Sports Illustrated doing yoga after he won the Super Bowl. But the point is, people view pop, people are looking at yoga the way that it's presented in pop culture. And that's as, you know, this spiritual, esoteric, easy stretching class. It's not seen as a difficult workout. So when people are saying, hey, you have 30 minutes to work out. You're busy. You've got kids. You might not get another chance this week. What do you want to do? They're like, I want to lift yeah. some weights. I want to build muscle <laughs> uh, and, and my joints right. be damned. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, so the reason why people aren't doing yoga is because of the way that it's portrayed in, in pop culture. And that makes total sense. So, you know, what I'm trying to do is 
I'm portraying yoga as something completely different. You know, if you go to my website, it says no nonsense, fitness centric yoga for, you know, yoga for results, or it's straight up. I mean, you see like, oh man, this is not a, uh, this is not spiritual stuff. And you know, with that guy yoga line that you talked about, this is the first DVD of a, uh, a DVD series I worked on for the last couple of years. And with the guy yoga DVD in all of our marketing, we specifically say no chanting, no hymns, no gongs. This right, is yoga right. for I fitness. You do a great job of, of expressing that too, because there's, you know, all of your stuff that I've seen, you do a good job of someone who may be seeking, but not sure can probably feel really comfortable coming into this and go, okay, I think this is geared toward the reasons that I'm seeking this out and what I've, you know, I've heard about the health benefits of it. So I'm comfortable here. I can try it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The other concern is I'm kind of glad you brought up the spirituality again. There's a lot of religious people who look at yoga and, you know, mostly Christians who will look at it and say, I'm a Christian. I can't do yoga. I'm like, you mean you're not allowed to, I didn't know the Bible says anything about not being able to stretch or not working on yeah. your balance. That's interesting. And the thing is that so much of yoga as it's, let's go back to the, the pop culture thing. So much of yoga as it's dominated by pop culture is it's emphasized as a lifestyle or as a religion. And the truth is that yoga isn't even a religion. Yoga is a system of yoga. If we really go back to what yoga originally was, it was a system of thought. It was not a religion. But the way that yoga exists today is, you know, we've taken <laughs> the funny part about the way that yoga exists today as physical fitness is it's really based on British <laughs> gymnastics. <laughs> it's based on uh, British gymnastics. There's a, a court, there's a Royal Indian court in the late 20th century that combined British gymnastics with martial arts and bodyweight wow. exercise. <laughs> and, and this is like a yeah, big basis of what yoga is. Yeah, so there's a great book called uh, The Science of Yoga. So if you, if you really get intrigued by this yoga stuff and you want to learn more about the um, what can yoga actually do versus what really is yoga versus what uh, yoga is popularly portrayed as today, there's a book called The Science of Yoga by William J. Broad. That's awesome for talking about this stuff. But I mean, the, most of what we know about yoga is, again, as what we see in pop culture. And a lot of it just isn't representative of all the different types of yoga. So, and we talked about this. So I'm going to hold you to what you asked me to talk about before. But, you know, we mentioned that there's Bikram yoga. We mentioned that there's uh, Vinyasa yoga. There's something called Hatha yoga, Yin yoga. So there's all these different types of yoga. And in truth, they're all very very different from one another. So when we say Bikram yoga, that is 105 degrees, 26 postures, the same ones every time. It is intense. Uh, when we talk about power yoga, that means fast moving, often including gymnastics like handstands and crow pose. You know, and those of you who don't know what crow pose is, that's balancing on your hands with your knees on your elbows. And then if we think of yin yoga, that is restorative, relaxing yoga. So that's where you use like pillows and blocks and bolsters to support your body while you stretch. So like you put a pillow under your head or you put like a bolster under your hip and you try to relax as much as possible. So when you tell me I've done yoga before, I don't right. know what you're talking about. Like what kind of yoga have you done? Have you, have you stretched? Yeah. And that's <laughs> why I wanted a... to dive into that because I think there's just a misconception of what it's like, you know, I drive a car. Well, okay. What does that even mean? <laughs> I guess there's a lot of different kinds out there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So there's a lot of different types of yoga. So depending on your goals, depending on your approach, 
there's so many different kinds. And it also comes down to the instructor. You know, you might have gone to a yoga class before where the instructor was exactly what you think of in terms of, you know, that stereotypical uh, yoga instructor. It was probably a woman. She was probably talking about her day. She was probably giving you life advice. And I'm not saying this in a derogatory way. I'm just saying this is the reality of what yoga is. And then you could go to someone, you know, like me, who's saying, (laughs) we're here to work out. This is the first pose we're doing. Everybody start. (laughs) Instead of starting off a class with, you know, a two minute intro about the intention of the class and then finishing off with a five minute benediction, we're doing, we're straight into the poses and then we finish our last stretch and I'm like, okay, that's it. Good job, everybody. High fives. You know, so it really depends on the instructor. It's just, and again, there's so right. many types no, of I, yoga. No, I think that's but, good. Um, I think you did a great job of lining anyways, that out. I, I just want people to know, just as you said, I mean, you, t- you tell me you do yoga. Well, what does that mean? And maybe you're just doing something that's totally opposite of what you're looking for. So no wonder you were a little turned off maybe for that naysayer out there, or you're just doing it the wrong way mm-hmm. to really achieve what you're trying to achieve. And you're not going to stick with it for very long. You know, there's probably plenty of people out there like, oh yeah, I tried that a few times and, uh, you know, who knows what they were doing, but it may not have even targeted what they were going after you know, to do that. And I'm sure you see that all the time. Correct. So I would love to, before we, we wrap up the podcast and steer more people your way and tell them about your programs, uh, you know, you and I had connected well before the Bulletproof Conference and I had a chance to actually see you out there yeah. and get a chance to, to meet up. And so that was cool. But, you know, there's all kinds of stuff going on, tons of information out there. And most of it's around health and biohacking, those sort of things. I'd love to know from you what type of I don't know if rituals is the right word that I want to use, but just habits that you know are making you better yeah. every day. And we could dive into, you know, all kinds of stuff outside of yoga, but I know that some, some of that's in there as well. Uh, any supplements that you're taking? I think I saw a, um, yeah. I don't know if it's an Instagram story one time or Snapchat or something like that, where you were going on a trip. You took a couple of the not out. By the way, you you were my inspiration for getting the not out that was there. At oh, Bulletproof, nice. But you had a couple of not outs with you. You had a couple of other things and then you had a bottle and we're not endorsing anything here by any means. We're getting paid to do this, but you had a bottle of something. And I don't know if it was by on it or if it was by somebody else, but you said, I'm taking this because it helps build free testosterone. Uh, so I'll always take this when I travel. What was that? Oh yeah. Yeah. This, that was, uh, alpha that's strength. called alpha strength and natural it's force. made by okay. natural force. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's a Shijali. I can't remember how to, pre- it's a mushroom. It's a mushroom-based supplement. Right. Are you still taking that? I mean, it was I don't know if that was something you were just trying out or if you're still taking it. But I, I get that. The reason I ask is I get that question a lot yeah. from guys that tune into the podcast. It's just what are ways, you know, I don't want to go supplement my testosterone because there's all kinds of uh, side effects with that. How can I naturally build without telling me go eat mm-hmm. broccoli or go work out more? You know, I get that. But what are other ways that I might be missing out on that I can build some free testosterone that's good for me, but it's not habit-forming, it's not going to have side effects, whatever? Well. Well, let me tell you the best supplements, quote unquote, for that. Number one, yeah, better yeah, sleep. <laughs> better sleep. And so one way that I do that, and this, this was kind of tied in my rituals, I do 10 minutes of yoga or self-myofascial release before I go to bed. So I spend 10 minutes focusing on deep breathing, on stretching my muscles, or on using a lacrosse ball or a knot out to help to address restricted muscle tissue or muscle knots. And that not only helps to improve mobility and helps to release muscle knots and helps me recover more quickly, but it also puts my body into sleep mode. It helps you digest. It helps you go to sleep. 
So that's that's number one. Number two is doing some sort of stress reduction. So, you know, when you're doing a normal workout, let's say a weightlifting workout, you're going to be doing a rep, right? You're going to be doing one set here, and then you're going to look at your card or your phone. You're going to be like, all right, I got to go over (laughs) here and do this workout now. Or, okay, now I have to go over here. Oh, crap, there's someone on the bench. Let me go over here. When you're doing yoga, you're just pressing play and you're following a workout, which is much, much, much better for relieving stress. You know, if you've got an empty weight room and you've got a personal trainer telling you to go from one station to the next, great. But the more you can minimize distractions and focus on a single task, the more you're going to relieve stress. So you want to do a form of exercise where you don't have to think about it, right? Where you're just following along to something. So that's number two, is actually spending time mindfully moving without distractions. And that's where yoga comes in. And then as far as uh, morning routines go, I don't turn on my phone until I have completed my morning routine. So my clients are used to me responding like three minutes before the lesson starts and saying like, okay, got your cancellation message because my phone doesn't go on until, you know, until nine o'clock. So in the morning I do, I do silt up and water in the morning. So I do take silt up. I do a minimum of 15 minutes of exercise. So whether that's, and I found that it doesn't matter what the exercise is. It's just that you do some sort of movement. So Yes, and that's important. I mean, it always includes some form of yoga, whether that's part of the warm up or part of the cool down, but it's just 15 minutes of exercise. So lately I've been doing a lot of dynamic work outside in a nearby yard. So I'll go out and I'll do, you know, side shuffle and I'll do some shuttle runs and I'll do some one foot hops. I'll go on a walk with my dogs or I'll do 15 minutes of yoga. But the important thing is that I'm just without distractions. I'm just out and I'm, yeah, and I'm moving, working out and I'm moving. So we could talk about some other things as, as far as, I mean, the only other thing that I do that's, that's really sticked, um, that has really stuck with my routine for the last couple of years has been some form of, let's just call it quiet time. It doesn't have to be meditation. It could be visualization. It could be just reviewing the day in my head, but it involves me sitting by myself with no distractions and just giving my mind some time to wind down. Yeah, I was wondering if you were doing any type of meditation or anything like that in there as well. You know, and uh, so, yeah, and then, so those are the main things that I do for testosterone, but as far as, uh, you know, in, in, my, in my mental health, and as, as far as the kind of my, my supplements, so to speak, but I also take Siltep. I take that alpha strength that I mentioned, and I've actually, I would call this kind of a supplement, but one thing I've been doing lately for the last probably three months, and this is really stuck, I have a green smoothie every day. So I stuff my Vitamix with like three cups of spinach. I add in a bunch of supplements. I've got some cordyceps mushrooms that I add to it, chia seeds, and what else? Flaxseed. And grind that up, chug it, and that feels fantastic. That's great. So those are my habits. So the uh, the morning routine, 15 minutes, yoga, some sort of dynamic exercise. And then at night, it's the the meditation. 10 to 15 minutes of self-myofascial release or yoga. And yeah, and then the, um, and, that, and that helps me go to sleep. And this is actually something I've put together recently into something I call the Manful Yoga Members Area Success Formula. And this is exactly what I do. It's like my schedule. And I'm telling you how to use the members area, not just the members area, but also how do you just follow a fitness program and be successful? And the final component of that, which I didn't mention, was is the why. So 
you know, why are people working out? And, you know, this is something that I, for me, it's so established that I don't need to think about it. But I think that one reason why people fail in their fitness routines is because they forget their why. I mean, and you know yeah, all about absolutely. smart goals, right? You know, that's a, obviously. But one thing that smart goal doesn't, a smart goal doesn't have is yep. it doesn't have an emotional attachment. It doesn't have reason why you're doing something. So when you're working out, you shouldn't have to rely on fitness memes or you shouldn't have to rely on fitness memes or like looking at somebody else working out and saying, fine, I'll go do my workout. <laughs> you should already have some intrinsic motivation to do your workout no matter what. I mean, it doesn't matter what your body feels like. You know, it doesn't matter if you've got stuff going on. It's, it's really, okay, well, this is my reason for working out, whether that's I need to be strong for my family or I need to work out so I don't have back surgery like my dad did or, you know, I'm going to live until I'm 80. So I'm going to do cardio today. So it's having your reason why you're working out and then being able to tie that into, you know, your fitness program. So that's my final kind of part of my routine is, is being, you know, reinforcing your why with your workout and with yeah, your Yeah, no, that's huge. We, we were just talking about that on our live episode this morning, Jordan Earls and I, that, you know, we did our episode primarily around motivation and just, you know, just talking about how you cannot, nice. you can't just manufacture motivation because you know you need to be motivated to do something. I mean, you can tell yourself like, this will be really good for me. I need to go do it. Okay, I'm motivated. <laughs> that doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Or if it does, it's going to be super, super yeah. short lasting. You have to look at your purposes and your passion. So we uh -huh. were talking about this document called The Common Denominator of Success that was written back in like the 1940s that just basically talks all about that. It's just common denominator of success is that successful people are going to do the things that other people don't want to do or other unsuccessful people just don't do. And many times that's painful. And many times it doesn't look rosy. You know, it doesn't look like a ton of fun, but it all goes back to your passion mm -hmm. and your why. And you're exactly right. That's why people should be doing that. And the longer you stick to that, the more results and rewards you're going to get from what you're doing and the longer you're going to stick with it. And I think yoga is something that really, like I said earlier, again, you're just not getting that immediate pump. You can't feel it like you can leg day when you walk out for just from a, a muscle standpoint, but you are getting that stretch. And if you just stay with it, then all of the other benefits come with it. And you already said it, you hit the nail on the head. You're like, you don't have to stop working out. Like we're not telling anybody to stop lifting weights. It's just, you're going to be way better at lifting weights and actually accomplish what you want to accomplish without the right. injury and without taking years off your life if you mix the yoga in. So just incorporate that in. So that's awesome. Well, man, as we wrap yeah. up here, I know we can go, I literally just geek out over all this stuff. I could go on all day with you. Uh, where can we oh, yeah. steer people your way if they're hearing this and they go, man, I want to go check this out. Where's the best place to lead them? Yeah, sure. So if you're just getting started with yoga and you want a comprehensive introduction and a program, the DVDs I mentioned, that Guy Yoga program, this is called Guy Yoga, Beginner's Yoga for Men. This is on Amazon. It's got a 4.9 rating from about 50, oh, 50 awesome. reviews right now. It is now within the top, now within the top thousand of DVDs. So doesn't matter what the genre is. It's within the top thousand of DVDs at the moment. That's the best way for you to, to really get started with everything. And you can get that as a DVD, or you can also get that through, through my website, through manfulyoga.com. And that comes with, uh, if you order through the website, that comes with a whole bunch of bonuses that you won't get with a DVD. And that's the best way to get going. But if you're looking for, and those, are, those workouts are about 20 to 25 minutes. We've also included a, what's called a guy yoga roadmap with that. So you can follow a specific workout program. You don't have to look at it and say, oh, okay, well, how do I work this into my schedule? We've awesome. actually done that for you. And then if you really want to jump in, I mean, the Manful Yoga members area is 
is a really awesome is a really awesome resource, but not just a resource, but also a community. So it has workout programs, um, of course, all of our workout videos, uh, diet nutrition information, and then a really cool community to help motivate you, to help keep you held accountable, and to keep you engaged so that you keep checking back in the members area, you keep logging in and, and keep seeing the workouts. And one other thing we just released there is daily workouts. So every morning at 4 a.m., you get a new workout. So, you know, if you don't want to do a full 20-minute workout, you just log in, you do your two minutes of exercise. If you're feeling good, then you jump into another workout. Or if you're, you know, you did that and you're like, okay, that's good. I'm feeling ready to start the day. That's a, that's another pretty cool part. And that's something we just released for the members area. Yeah, so. man, that's great. Yeah, well, I'll link everything up in show notes. And I just think it's so, you know, I think it's so good that you're doing those shorter videos because I think as people you know, really try new things out there and realize that, hey, this didn't work, or I spent a lot of time, you know, on this other thing, and it, you know, it wasn't as long lasting, whatever, I think the smaller, shorter things are going to, you know, keep it simple, keep it. So I was talking with uh, Greg McEwen yesterday that wrote the that wrote the book Essentialism, and just phenomenal book. And one of his tips was, you know, to really create your mind and get creative thinking going all the time, uh, get kind of back more in the simplistic form of life without all the screens in the face. He said, write a sentence a day in your journal. And he said, some people are going to hear that and think it's so silly. But just write a sentence and do that for a long time. Like, do that for like the next three months. Just write a sentence. <laughs> and then maybe go write two sentences, you know. Build but he said, the whole it. point is, you're not going to make progress by deciding to do something and then going and spending. Like, in your case, oh, I want to do yoga. I'll go spend an hour and a half. Well, the next day, you're there's a little bit of you that's not as excited as the day before because it was just such a task. So I love the smaller videos. That's so awesome. So I'll link everything up. Dean Pullman, thanks so much for your time. Really appreciate it here. And those of you in the Austin area, specifically, where are you in Austin, like with your classes and stuff? I actually don't do any classes in Austin. It's all online. So I'll link everything up in show notes for you. And uh, my hope is just to steer a ton of traffic your way because I think it's a great thing you're doing. And I'm an example of somebody that just knows the benefits now, stretching, and uh, just keep up what you're doing. Love to see your continued success. Yeah. You know what? I can throw in one more thing here. So if you guys want to sign up, let's say I'll give you a promo code success 101. Awesome. You guys can sign up. If you're hearing this on the success 101 podcast, just type in success 101 when you check out or we'll give you a specific link and you can get a, I'll give you a 21 day free trial to check it out as opposed to our, Oh, that's awesome. As opposed to our $1 seven day trial you get 21 days, check it out. Let me know what you think. And, uh, that's and right, yeah, man. Let's, Thanks so let's much. Do that. Yeah, let's do that. So success 101. And I'll link that up as well and mention it in the notes. So thanks, Dean. I appreciate your time. Keep doing what you're doing. And we look forward to seeing you out there even more. Yeah, Jared. I'll talk to you soon. Take care, buddy. Bye-bye. Thank you. Hey, guys. I loved having my good friend Dean on the podcast today. And hope you go check out his 21-day intro to yoga sessions by entering success101 in the promo code over at manflowyoga.com. If you'd like to connect directly with me and my team, you can do so by reaching us at info at success101podcast.com or in the world of social media under the name at success101podcast on both Facebook and Instagram. I'll catch you guys on the next episode of the Success 101 Podcast. Until then. Success 101.